0: This is Andrew from Topic. The coloring contest is back, and now it's been improved thanks to Frank Eck. The contest is simple. Complete one of the pages in any of three mediums. This includes electronic using any of the paint type programs, colored pencil, marker, and or crayon, with one entry counted per medium per person. So each individual can have a total of three entries. There will also be two age groups, age 15 and below, and 16 on up. Links to the Coloring Book Pages can be found on our Facebook page or the page for the Coloring Book Contest. Facebook.com forward slash AOTP contest 2017. Electronic entries, including scanned entries, can be sent to us via email, topic at gmail.com. Paper copies can be sent by snail mail to Auto Topic Podcast, P.O. Box 35, Georgetown, Mass., 01833. Note. All hard copies received will not be returned, period. The contest runs through November 30th. The companies and owners groups donating prizes are Mitsubishi Motors North America, Adventure Driven Design, Force Performance, Palladian Trucks, Northeast Mitsubishi 4x4, Mits- Mitsubishi Montero Owners Group USA, Florida Mitsubishi 4x4, and Mitsu Nation. All right, on to the show. All right. Hello, Enzo. Oh, we're
1: recording already. That's right. And the record button is pushed. That's right. A on top of our game. Welcome to
0: episode 39 of Auto Off Topic. I'm your host, Andrew. And I am always, and am Brad. So, oh, that's right. I already came up with the title for this one. I was going to call it the Dog Box Days of Summer. I like it. Because it is super hot and humid.
1: And it's also in between two rally-like events, a one rally-like event and one rally event. That's right. So dog box is a good word to use.
0: Yep. So we've got uh, NEFR is on the doorstep. And we just passed Climb to the Clouds that we talked about last week. That's right. Uh, We've got, uh, I've got full media access and we'll be shooting Before we go too far, we do have people who probably don't know
1: what NEFR is. So we try to explain to them what it is. I guess. Um, If you're listening to us and you don't know what NEFR is, um, that's the New England Forest Rally. Uh, Andrew and I have been going pretty much every year
0: since 2002. 2002. It used to be called the Maine Forest Rally when it mostly took place in Maine. Right, but now there's a lot of stages that... Well, used to, For a while, there were a lot of stages in New Hampshire. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty well split now, again, between the two states. Yeah. Because uh, it bridges the border, like New Hampshire's eastern border and Maine's western border. Is my uh, mic turned up too
1: much a little there, Andrew? I don't it think so. It's
0: pretty loud in my ears. I just want to make sure it's not being too I peasy. can just turn you down. Oh, perfect. Volume. That was too much. No. <laughs> no that's perfect. I can just mute you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going home.
1: <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, we have NEFR, New England Forest Rally, which yep. is put on by the ARA. American Rally American Association. American Rally Association. New for this year. Yep. And yep. we had a little pre-run with... With them, with that sanctioning body, they didn't sanction the climb of the clouds, but they helped out a lot with it, right? Yes. And they were the ones that helped deal with the meteor and all that stuff. So what were you saying about Media Passes? You have Media Passes this year, correct? I have a
0: full-access Media Pass from uh, American Rally Association.
1: So you can pretty much do whatever you want versus it at up, up to and almost including standing in front of the cars.
0: Yeah, not quite. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, they've they've come out with a new way to... Uh, sort of control media because in the years past it hasn't been very well controlled. So now they're going to they have different levels of media access. So if you've okay. never shot a rally before, but you are accredited media, they will give you limited access. So you have to stay within spectator areas. Okay. Or, that uh, doesn't
1: really sound like media access, but I get what they do. Well, I
0: think they'll give you like a little corral just outside the media area, but you got to stay in a spectator area. So you to stay within sight of a marshal, pretty much. Yeah.
1: That makes sense, because there's there's been some newbie media in the past that kind of doesn't know what they're doing. don't
0: understand, like, if they're used to shooting on a track, or maybe they've never shot on a track. Even if they they have shot on a track,
1: the boundaries are well-defined. There's a
0: wall and a fence. Yes. Whereas in Rally, it's, you
1: know, there's track and then
0: no track. It's not really. There's dirt road and just trees, so nothing. Um, So, yeah, there's that. I have unrestricted, so I can go anywhere. Because you've been shooting it for many years. Yes. Probably at least the last 10. Yep. And they were also nice enough finally this year to give us all the uh, transit notes so we know exactly where all the stages are. Which, of course, we will only use for media things. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, so that's coming up. Uh, oh, and I think I'm going to bring the recorder. I think we'll try... A fireside podcast, maybe after day one, that might be kind of fun
1: with our other um, rally spectator. Yeah, friends. it
0: will probably be R rated. It will, it, will, it, will it will definitely be R rated because yeah. we'll, they'll they would have been drinking. So, yes. and uh, no, one person does not drink; they drive everybody back. But uh, once you are at the campsite, once it, at the campsite, everybody's drinking. Yeah, everybody's yeah. drinking. It
1: might see. not even be R; it might be like you know NC seventeen.
0: It's might be a little. Uh, yeah, we'll, questionable. We'll call that off-topic after dark, I guess. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so we're going to try to do that. That should be fun. Um, that's what's coming up this weekend. That is in, uh, is based out of Sunday River, Maine.
1: Well, Sunday River Resort in Maine. So yes. The town of Sunday River. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, that's Bethel, Maine is the town. Sunday River is the resort. That's the main headquarters, the rally, but then it spans out over... All the way up to the north in the Errol area of New Hampshire, and then not quite to Rangeley.
1: Which anybody who's not from New England now is wondering how you go north from Maine to get
0: to New Hampshire. Well, yeah, if you're yeah. <laughs> so, if you're in down East Maine, right, which is the little bottom a little, corner, a little hook that almost touches Massachusetts. Yeah, that uh, that part of Maine reaches the all the way up to the border the northernmost border of New Hampshire, and then Maine continues up north. Correct. So you've got the entire... The entire western
1: border is... Of Maine. Of Maine and the eastern border of New Hampshire.
0: Yeah, so you follow Route 2 up from Bethel, and you can head up into Errol, and then through 16. There's some stages up there. Right. So if you're driving north of New Hampshire,
1: at any point before you get into Canada, you can hook a right and you'll be in Maine. Yeah, basically. Or vice versa, you'll know, go left and be in, in New Hampshire. So you can go from Maine and drive north and still be in New Hampshire.
0: Yep. So it it's a pretty cool area, pretty cool part of the country. I like it up there, especially in the summertime. It's beautiful. Yeah, and the mountains are beautiful. And,
1: and we've shared some pictures over the past few days from, you know, just from the White Mountains, from the Climb to the Clouds rally, and even some pictures from our uh, epically wrong, epically wrong, epically long dirt road trip last year that we, we all took together, so...
0: Yes, we actually started farther north than the northernmost part of New Hampshire, yeah we Maine. went
1: way up into Maine then came down south through Maine back into mm-hmm. New Hampshire again, so that was we talked about that when Jordan was a guest, yeah, that was our you know five hundred miles of dirt roads,
0: so that's coming up um. I think the weather's supposed to be pretty nice this weekend, right?
1: It is up in Maine. so It's questionable for rain here on Sunday. Oh, right. Which is unfortunate because yeah. we are actually going to be running out of Maine, or at least I am. I don't know about you, Andrew. I'll see how I feel. Yeah. I- I'm going to be running out of Maine very early on Sunday morning because this Sunday is also um, the, I guess you call it the premier concourse in the area, like Concord Elegance. It's the only one I know of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the misselwood Concorde Elegance mm-hmm. in uh, Beverly, Massachusetts. Yes. And that's on the like the rolling hills on the ocean of Endicott Estates. Endicott States, Endicott College, excuse me. So it's a very beautiful, beautiful place, and it's um, a legit concourse. Like, it's not... I think you know, there's a concourse in Rhode Island, but... Yeah, there's the Greenwich in Connecticut. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's the, so only is one, our, the only one real local to hear. Yeah, yeah, well, we're biased, and, you know, I, my my father is, is pretty involved in, in the organization of the event. So I uh, I have to come down for that, um, and I'm a, a concourse judge as well. So oh. I need to make sure that I'm, you know, I have to be back in Beverly, Massachusetts by 9 a.m., and it's like a three-and-a-half, four-hour drive from the camp. Yeah. So I'm going to have to leave pretty early in the morning to make it. We'll see. Maybe I can make it back. Maybe I could judge. We'll see. Uh, not this year. Damn it. Because you have to get in and be, quote, unquote, trained. Okay. But if you want to, we'll talk to some people who have inns and see if we can get it this next year. All right. You can take my spot. I'm tired of it. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, if you do want to come to the Missilewood Concord Elegance, that is Sunday. Uh, spectating. It's not the cheapest way to car show to spectate. Um, it's $25 for a ticket to get in for a uh, general admission ticket. But the kind of vehicles that you'll see at the show are unlike anything you'll see anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be pretty sweet. Um, and there's a celebrity guest, which I'm not excited about. I'm not even going to mention it. Actually, we'll talk about it off air because I don't want to push it. I bet you I know
0: who it is. It's bothering me a lot. I already know who it is. Do you? Ugh. you I'm see gonna uh, whatever. Just yeah. keep going. Yeah. Anyway, uh, did it- your guest involve motorcycles or cars?
1: Uh, cars. Uh, you were wrong then. Really? Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Uh, so that's Sunday. It's 25 bucks to get in. You can buy tickets at the door. Um, I'm not sure exactly what cars are going to be there. I know um, there's a few Austin, Martin, like DB4, DB5, yep. you know, 60 sports cars are going to be there. And, you know, every year there's just some ridiculous stuff, like over-the-top ridiculous stuff. Cool. So that should be fun.
0: So it is super hot. I didn't brew hot coffee tonight. Nope. I brewed some coffee the other day, and then what I didn't drink, I put it in the fridge. So now I have a nice iced coffee tonight. And who makes that iced coffee, Andrew? I, I It's the same. It's the second bag we got from Beeline Coffee Company. And I believe it's called uh, Finica. Nope. Nope. Finca. Finca. La Union. Finca La Union. So it's direct trade, single farm. And it's a Colombia
1: farm of Roman Pina, Colombia. So it's Colombian coffee.
0: Yep. So... And it uh, it is again a fantastic coffee.
1: Yeah, we'd like to thank Beeline Coffee for sending that to us because yes. they are car enthusiasts and coffee uh, coffee bean purveyors. Yes. So BeelineCoffee is their website, and right. obviously Beeline Coffee on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all that good stuff.
0: Yes. But check them out if you like coffee and cars, which we know you like cars. You listen yep. to us. So I'm uh, I'm actually that. That bag is now empty. The remainder is in my grinder. Okay. So I'm going to have to buy some more.
1: You are. Yes. And we will because they've hooked us in with their drug dealer-like sales tactics of sending us two free bags. Yes. And now we must buy it forever. Although I would like to say that we should make sure they send us some more decals, too, so we can adorn the rest of our vehicles with them.
0: Yeah, I'll get you some. Yeah.
1: we order some coffee (laughs) because it's good stuff. Yeah, I'll order some. And I do want to support them the best we can. All right. Because they, you know, listen and support us, and actually, I think he maybe expressed interest in coming on sometime and talking to us. So,
0: oh, okay, we'll have to do that. Yeah, yeah, we got to work on that. Um, yeah, we
1: need some more guests. We need to work on our.
0: Uh, we gotta just work on our schedule. Yeah, we'll, exactly. We'll, we'll figure it, it out.
1: There's some other things going on right now that have kind of gotten in the way, but regardless, we'll uh, we'll get there. We promise. New guests coming soon. Yes, even if they're just friends sometimes. Nope.
0: All right, so I have been driving the '99 Montero around. Knock, 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 knock. Yep, <laughs> doesn't seem to care. Runs <laughs> no, it doesn't run so great. far. Doesn't smoke. Doesn't, yeah. do, doesn't yeah. burn yeah. oil. Knock on this this table. It uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's great. It's the, a great truck. It's comfortable. Yeah, the I, the AC is ice cold. It is nice and cold. Yeah,
1: I was impressed when we took it up to the uh, whatever event we went to in it.
0: I've been commuting about an hour to work, back and forth. And a lot of it's mixed highway and like B roads and some of it's sitting in traffic. And the truck does not creep over halfway temperature wise. The AC cranked. I'm nice and cool. I also bought a $30 DIY window tint kit. So it's pre-cut for the front windows.
1: Now, before you get into this, I've seen DIY window tint jobs all over town many times before. And I've always made fun of everybody that did it.
0: I feel like they weren't pre cut, maybe? I don't
1: know, but I feel like like I'm not discrediting you for being able to do it, but I feel like if you did it that well on your first try, how hard can it be?
0: It, it's a bit tricky. Okay. And it's not perfect. It looks pretty damn good, though. It's not all it bubbly and awful like I all of I can, wriggly, see, like the I can here, see the huh? couple little imperfections in it, but to be fair, actually, it wasn't the first one. I bought but it. But the first one you did
1: on your dad's Outlander also came out good. Yes.
0: I, b- I bought two kits. They're each about thirty bucks off eBay. Some eBay seller had a bunch of pre-cut kits. It was like wasn't like a 3M brand. It was some other random brand. I don't know. I got it to the legal limit in mass, which is thirty five percent. And it I have to thirty five percent is light filtering,
1: right? So it's it allows thirty five percent of the light in still.
0: I don't know how that or works. is it the other way around? It I just blocks know blocks
1: thirty five percent of the light.
0: I just know that it has to be. Thirty-five percent is the legal low limit. Legal low limit. Yeah. So, like a five percent tint is like limo tint. Okay, so
1: that means that it's five percent of the light is let through. Or so not, or blocked. Or blocked. Or light. no, no, yeah, let, yeah. let, let yeah, through because ninety-five yeah. percent of the light okay. is blocked. Okay, that's why it's so dark. So, if it's thirty-five percent, that means that seven, uh, eight, sixty-five percent of yeah. the light is blocked. So it's thirty-five percent light filtering. Okay,
0: so that's cool. And Good it. To know. Um, it matches the factory back window tint. It looks perfect. Like really well. Yeah.
1: In like, fact I, I when I first saw it, I complimented you on how good the back window looked because it was exactly the same color, so I assumed it was done at the same yeah. time.
0: No, that one's like baked into it. Yeah. Well, it looks really good comparatively to that. And uh it helps my snowflake arms because whenever I'm driving it, it never fails in this part of the country. If I'm if right. you're if you're going to work you're usually heading south and the sun is rising. Mm-hmm. And it's baking on you on the driver's side, Mm -hmm. and then in the evening when you're going home, you're heading north, and the sun is setting in the west. Yeah, it's not uncommon
1: to see some dummy around here driving a towel hanging in their window, completely blocking vision.
0: Yeah. So like it, it was really annoying without the tint because my arm would be like on fire and my ear would be on fire from the heat. So from that standpoint, I really liked putting the tint in. Plus, it gives you a little bit of privacy. You don't quite feel like you're driving in a fishbowl
1: well especially in those monteros because you sit so high and the belt line is so low yeah that you pretty much feel fully exposed in the vehicle when you're sitting in it no it, it definitely helps and it
0: helps the ac work better yeah it just keeps the cabin temperatures more so temperate i am going to buy a full kit for the gallant okay same the, the back windows aren't done are not done in the glant already Nope. okay Nope. it's all glass and a black interior on a white car right and even so though they
1: look really dark because of that.
0: Yeah, and even though the AC works, it struggles in the summertime because the sun just heats up that black interior. Yeah. And it's and the sun just baking on you too just makes you feel hotter, you know. Plus yes. plus it's a 134a conversion of an R12 system, so it's, it's, it's weaker not, to begin with. Yeah, it's not as strong as it could
1: be. I've always been anti window tint on older cars. Yeah. Um, but I was listening to another podcast the other day um, and you know, and they were talking about what's the limit for age for putting window tint in a car, because I look at old cars and the greenhouse of the car, you know, the glass of the car of an old car is kind of what draws me to them yeah. because there's so much visibility out of them. It's one of the, the cool p- things about driving an old car. So I just don't like to tint the windows cause I like the windows, but they brought up a point that if a vehicle has black window trim, you can tint the windows. And if it has like an
0: aluminum or chrome trim, you tint the windows it looks goofy. So I, uh, see, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think you can tint chrome ones, but it you can't go very can't, dark now. Just Oof. very, 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 very subtle, just to cut the the edge off. Maybe a brown or a. And it has to be like a brown or a gray tint. It can't yeah. be uh, one of the blue weird or purple. Purple, yeah. <laughs> unless uh, just, unless you're going for those altered wheelbase cars, drag cars, oh, a like, like, drag car. That's yeah. not
1: tinting the window to be like cooler inside that's didn't the window to be cool yeah
0: like a red or a yellow or something ridiculous i always like the rally cars that run the mirror tint. the mirror tint. yeah it looks terrible in a street car but it's cool in a rally car yeah it does because i mean the damn things you'd get so hot some of them do keep ac but not everybody and it it just helps keep the sun out because you just bake with all that equipment on and it looks cool yeah for some reason So um, I have not
1: really done much project car-wise myself. Um, I'm still chasing the overheating problem in my 1978 Dodge Colt Mitsubishi Lancer. Um, I've flushed the coolant system out a few times, ran a few different coolant flush systems through it. Uh, I have one in there now. Hopefully it helps a little bit, it seems to, because it was ridiculously hot today and the car didn't get over halfway. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but the problem is, is that halfway in that car is already on the way to overheating, uh, operating, the operating range is at about a quarter on the needle, which I don't know what temperature that is, but that's where it's supposed to be. So it's still too hot, but not as hot as it would have been if I hadn't
0: flushed it. There's nothing, um, there's nothing blocking behind the grill, right? Nothing stuck in there? No,
1: it's wide open. Yeah. I made sure of all that. Okay. So it's, like, it's just not efficient enough, so I don't know if I just need to have the radiator. Now, you
0: know, the other thing you could do uh, in a real pinch, we could take some cardboard and build some ducts on the side of the radiator to the nose of the car. I don't think it would help much because the radiator is so wide that it pretty
1: much goes headlight to headlight, and it's all open in the grill. Okay. So it's not like it would.
0: But is the, what you can end up happening is you basically end up pushing air with the radiator. It's not going through it. Yeah, that's true. And you want to force, you don't want air to go around it. You want to force air through it. Through it, yeah. And that's why cars have that ducting on the side. Yeah, which obviously this 1978 car does not. No. So you could, we could maybe cheaply make some out of some cardboard or something. Um, I don't think that would catch on fire. No, probably not. No. So that, so that, that could well, help. In that, in that car, who knows? No. Uh, <laughs> and then the other thing, that's why people do those cooling plates on top of the radiator. Yep, cuz it keeps the air down underneath from going over the top of the motor. Yeah, from hitting and then going up and over, right? Because there's plenty of open space in the um, the outside like it the, it goes through and then out of the fender wells, right? It would, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, it's all open under the car.
1: There's no like there's no like a modern car. Yeah. You know, you open the hood and you can you could stand inside, in the ground. I mean, anyway.
0: the next step is uh, when you can. It's just you, you pull it, and you have it rod and cord, and
1: yeah, and that's the plan. Add an electric one. Unfortunately, it's just a financial decision at the moment that I can't
0: can't quite can't quite get behind at the moment. Yep.
1: So, but that's really the only project car I've been working on. I haven't been doing much.
0: Is the rear diff leaking?
1: Uh, yes. Is it from a seal? I haven't figured it out yet. Um, there's no obvious leak from a seal. Yep. And it's leaking up pretty high, so I actually want to get under the car. I'm hoping to have a chance tomorrow to get under the car and see if there's a breather on top that might be overflowing, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. So we'll, we'll find out. No worries.
0: Right. I'll get there. Well,
1: anything else? Um, not really. A short episode this week, I think. No, uh, I get,
0: I got to finish packing for yeah the rally, and I have to start packing for the rally. Yeah, I got to throw <laughs> some batteries on the charger and. Well uh I guess uh I guess we'll call this one, right? Was that like 30 minutes? No, nah, it's about 20 minutes. Oh, all right. Sorry everybody. It's a little short one, but I will
1: uh we'll have plenty of content after the rally. Yeah. And the car show and all that stuff coming up.
0: Yeah. And we'll do a listener episode next time. So a listener episode, a listener, listener question, question episode. episode, yeah. So get those questions out. There's also there are some questions a couple we missed last week. I yeah, they came in late. Yeah. No, there's some that were in the message messages that I'd forgotten about. Oh, okay. We'll have to take care so, of those guys. Yeah, we'll take care of them. So anyway, as always, you can follow Auto Off Topic on Facebook, Auto Off Topic Podcast, on Instagram, Auto Off Topic. You can follow me on Instagram at Race and Anger. I've in a lot of uh, action on there lately. A lot of people really enjoy the Climb to the Clouds photos, Yep, and I appreciate that. And there'll be rally pictures to come. That's right. And maybe even some Missilewood pictures if you make it. Yep.
1: So we'll see. Uh, and as always, my Instagram is TSI SS350 and Vintage Imports of New England. Yep. And vintageimportsne.com is the website for, for Vine. Uh huh. So sorry for the short episode, but we got plenty of content coming. We don't want to bore you just driveling back and forth, but nothing important. All right. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Keep your car's analog. <laughs>